0: But this one particular agent um, asked her if she was working with an agent. Um, and she said, yes, she was. And she proceeded to say, well, if you know anything changes, I have a lot of our company has a lot of off-market homes that you can only see with us and gave her her card and just let her know to contact us.
1: Welcome to the Real Estate Replay, highlights and consumer stories in real estate that the industry doesn't want you to hear. Host Wendy Gilch and Lindy Chapman are breaking down the good, the bad, the unethical, and sometimes illegal stories of recent home sellers and buyers. Learn what they did right, what they did wrong, and what they wish they would have done differently. It's the only real estate podcast that tells you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth about the industry. Let's talk about your experience this past weekend um with poaching <laughs> which is not that uh, that's probably more an industry word um yeah, a, someone, someone is like hunting term but right well I, I kind of honestly as a consumer you do feel like you're hunted by agents sometimes mm-hmm. uh, at open houses um
0: okay so to your client went to an open house and what happened um, well, I've given her clear instructions on on what to do. One, have a poker face. And anytime if you are a buyer and you're going to open houses or um, you're meeting the seller's agent or the seller, don't show your cards. Don't let them know you love the house. It's perfect. that It's down the street from your best friend. Keep it to yourself. So I, I was very clear on her. Don't let anybody know that you love the house. It's going to give away your bargaining position and my ability to negotiate on your behalf. But I also said, you know, let them know that you're working with an agent. And she was laughing at how many times, you know, you know, people wanted her emails or they wanted to know if she was working with an agent. But this one particular agent um, asked her if she was working with an agent. Um, and she said, yes, she was. And she proceeded to say, well, if, you know, anything changes, I have a lot of our company has a lot of off market homes that you can only see with us and gave her her card and just let her know to contact us. And so very I appreciate this about my clients, but I also coach them and kind of explain to them how the process works and, um, and that I only get paid if they use me and I give enough value that they, they, they really want me to get paid for what I've already done. Um, But she sent me the picture of the lady's card and and told me about this and just asked me, you know, what, what is this with the office exclusives? And I said, this is what I've been explaining to you that if there was a coming soon, because I do send her coming soon properties, um, or a home that you can't see unless you're working with the listing company, then we can talk about what that would look like to give it as a referral and for you to work directly with that listing company. But we need to we need to talk about that, you know, first and, and ahead of time and and cross that bridge when we get there. Right. So. But she was curious about these office exclusives. And I just explained to her that, um, yeah, let's find out if she really does have office exclusives. Mm-hmm. It could just be simply something she's saying in order to get your business. Right. And then what did you do? <laughs> it's super so, so on I,
1: well, see, you know, I, I know this comes up. I see it on socials sometimes where it's promoted as use our brokerage and get office exclusives. And I'm like, I wonder how many they actually have. Uh, so I emailed that specific agent and said I had met her in an open house, and she had mentioned about these off market properties. Uh, and I'm just curious, like if you have them, what does that look like? if I were to like use you? Uh, and this was what? two days ago, three days ago. was this Monday? Today's Thursday. So this was almost four days ago. She never wrote me back. Nothing. And so then I thought, who else does this? So then I found a compass team in Texas. And I emailed them and just said, hey, I'm looking to buy. Um, I noticed on your website, you're promoting that you have 65 properties that are, quote unquote, off market, but just under your private exclusive. Um, How how am I able to look at those? How do I know what those are? And I also emailed a Coldwell Banker Group. Uh, Not a single person wrote me back. Not a single one. And this was four days ago. Uh so maybe they're just busy. Maybe it was too obvious. I mean, I didn't use my email, so at least I at least I was smart enough Did to you do specifically that. ask them for their off market what I mean, like oh I just said, you know, I, I noticed when looking at properties, it said you have 65 of them, 65 plus. Okay. it was grayed out and I couldn't like look at it and it said I have to contact an agent. So I was just wondering like how how do I look at those properties? Do I work with you? I mean, I know hmm. the answer, but you know, I didn't yeah. want to put all my cards on the table in my first email. And that's really um, interesting that nobody, not a single one, wrote me back. Maybe it was too much like lingo. They probably thought I was an agent or something. But, but you know, we we talk about uh, clear cooperation, right? So, for those that don't know, NAR, the National Association of Realtors, put in this policy. When did they implement it? Twenty twenty or twenty twenty one? They started to enforce it. Was it twenty twenty one? Do you remember? Um, it was twenty nineteen. okay, but they started putting the hammer down on stuff in twenty twenty, right yeah. Okay. so you as an agent could not market a home um, without putting it in the mls twenty four hours. Uh, right you have like a 24 hour window
0: to market it right. you have a 24 hour window to market it to the public um and and here's what's created such a challenge and it's really a challenge it's not just and this is where i get frustrated with agents for not seeing that this is really creating an industry problem for people that are working in the industry um it's a disadvantage to clients because now there may be five big brokerages in town and i'm only seeing the off market exclusives with the one that I'm working with, unless I really want to go to the trouble to sign up and get emails from the five different brokerages and, um, and, and, and go through that and then, you know, work with five different agents with only one ever getting paid at the end. For the it's to, to challenge, because what if I want to go work for a smaller broker where I can tailor my services or where I'm being, you know, I'm able to deliver more services because I'm paying lower commissions, but there's not 2000 agents in my office in town that are generating these homes for me to advertise. And, and that's what I've noticed. You mentioned one company, I, I get emails from them regularly and, and flyers on my door just saying, hey, you know, if you're looking to buy, work with us because we have all these office exclusives mm-hmm. that you can only see if you're working with us. Right. There's an estimated 20% of our market and certainly more so in some neighborhoods than others that are hidden like that. Right. Um, And so it's what used to happen is that I could get a listing. I knew I was going to have a listing and and that's the same way these are. They know they're going to have a listing, right? We get the listing and we know it's going to be selling. And I've got three clients right now. I know they're going to be selling. One's going to be listing in June. Another's planning to list in July, but I can't share it. Right. You know, I can't, I can't say anything about it. And even once I have the listing agreement and we have it in MLS as a coming soon, I can't share it publicly. I can't put a sign in the yard. I can't put it on Facebook. And so it just creates, it's a lack of cooperation in, in my, comp- in my opinion, right? Um, because it really limits the ability of the, um, of buyers to find out about these properties and for agents to tell other agents at other companies about those properties. Um, And and this is again, what um, the DOJ is fighting, what is being described as, as against the um, consumer protection, um, a violation of consumer protection rights, because consumers, if if 20% of the market is hidden, I mean, that's not fair cooperation. Right. 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 Um, And
1: I I feel like there's, there's some level of fair housing issues too, you know, based awesome. on like, like specific neighborhoods. And, and I even, what I, what I don't understand is they set this policy in place, but every single brokerage is out there pushing their office exclusive programs. Mm-hmm. And some of them are heavier than others. And then, and then you have open door, that is starting to push their quote unquote off market properties, which to mm-hmm. my understanding is just the homes that they bought. Yeah, and they would list, um, but they're probably trying to sell it. I don't know if they're using an agent or if they're doing referrals to agent, which would be my guess and they make, make more money. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not sure about that.
0: But, uh, right. and, and, but but open door has a huge portal. People use open door to search for homes. And so they've gotten smart and they're like, well, if we just have them here and people are coming here to find them, they're not finding them in MLS with MLS, then we don't have to pay a buyer's agent, right? Because they have to work directly with us. Right. But again, that goes back to are you getting representation? And and the answer is clearly no. Right. Um, because they're just saying, you know, the home is and, and you'll see those homes are on the market longer, they're usually listed a little bit high. Um, a lot of times they've kind of put lipstick on a pig. They've done a lot of cosmetic updates, but you don't see the foundational issues because they've covered those up or the fact that the, the HVAC and the water heater are really old or, um, you know, they've just painted the kitchen cabinets, but they're kind of falling apart. Right. Um, right. And so you don't have representation if you're just working directly with open door because open door represents open door. Right. Right. And uh, they they leave that stuff
1: out on their website too. If you, like I did a comparison of Uh, an open door property, like an exclusive open door property. Mm -hmm. I looked up that same property on Redfin and Redfin showed that open door bought it in February, but on the open door website, it leaves out that they bought the home in February because it was like a a private public sale. Right. Right. Um, And so they, I'm assuming they claim they just pull MLS information, but like if you're a billion dollar back company how can you not have public record information included? Um, But of course it showed like they bought the home. They listed it $60,000 higher than what they paid for it. Then they also left out on their website that they lowered the price. And so on Redfin, it showed they listed it at 471. On their website, it says 465 and it never shows the 471. So it's like, if you're pushing people to buy your property unrepresented, you know, what, what happens when you're not giving them factual information, right? Like, how is that? That makes it worse.
0: Yeah. I actually showed a home the other day listed by Redfin. And then as I went into the details, I saw that it was owned by Open Door. Mm-hmm. And and when I am representing a buyer, I'm able to go in and I find those things. And we're able to clearly show, you know, kind of what the history has been, what it's been paid for, what's, um, what's been done to the house. and But if you don't have, again, somebody digging into that and telling you that, you, you don't know. Right. 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 And, um, and, and that house is we're actually under contract on a house one street under for um, considerably less than that home is still listed for with Redfin that's owned by Open Door. Right. Um. So if somebody found that house and it happened to be one they loved, um, you know, it's in my opinion, I mean, based on recent stats in the neighborhood, it's overpriced. Right. right. So, yeah. So it's really interesting. Again, it goes back to know what you don't know, know the questions to ask. And it's really right. hard in this industry for consumers to know those questions.
1: Oh, I knew you'd appear eventually. Oh. It's one of those days. Um, yeah. You know, it's interesting. I just think about the the MLS, right? And, and mm-hmm. for, for the issues that may or may not have, at least everything was in there, right? And mm-hmm. so now as a consumer, you know, with these policies, it's like I have to, I can't go to one place to see what's for sale. I have to go to eight different websites now. Um, and they're all different, right? And they, none of them... This one won't have this listing. This one won't have that one. And it, and it's just like, is it making it harder
0: for people to find a home? It's making it harder. It is that way in a lot of other countries where you really do go to the listing brokerage to work with them and to... Mm but it's kind of known at that point. I mean, it's a different way of operating and you just know that's how you have to operate. We're just in this weird in-between where we're transitioning from what we went to in the back of the nineties when everything went into MLS and now we have all these different portals. Tricon is an example for leases. Um, I've got a lease client right now and I'm like, we're having a hard time getting a lease. And Tricon has hundreds of homes in the Dallas area. But the only way you can get to them is through the Tricon portal. And they do not put their homes in MLS and they do not pay real estate agents. Mm. So, um, you know, so it's interesting. So how does a client like that navigate that and get an agent like me to show them all the homes in MLS and open doors and navigate that? But then also look at the Tricon homes, which are viable homes, and then but then have to work with them but then expect an agent to be working on their behalf knowing that they may or may not get paid this is why cities like new york and stuff you have to pay the agent other other countries you have to pay the agent to get representation um and and i think that's kind of where we are right now is is figuring out you know how you do that want to share your experience with us drop by the realestatereplay.com and submit
1: your story or even ask us a question.